On the fourth Sunday of Easter this past May, Bishop Johanna Pohula preached from this pulpit on John 14, verse 27, in which Jesus tells his disciples, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Well, today is the second Sunday of Advent, and once again, our theme is peace. Our first lesson describes a vision of peace in which the wolf shall live with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Beautiful, inspiring, and something wonderful to look forward to. But it hardly seems like the world in which we live. Now, in fact, in terms of personal safety from physical violence and disease, the vast majority of our world is much more peaceful today than ever it has been before. But you don't have to look hard to find animosity, anxiety, pain, and violence. Even as in as peaceful a place as Finland. Bishop Pohila told us that just two weeks before his wedding, he had a picnic with his fiancée at a beautiful spot on an island in Helsinki. And there he met with an unfortunate accident, falling from a cliff onto the rocks below, breaking both of his legs. Augmenting the intense physical pain he was in came a flood of anxiety as he wondered, now how can we get married? How will I recover? In the ambulance on the way to the hospital, his fiancée, who is now his wife, was praying and singing hymns. And there, said Bishop Pohula, I was filled with joy and peace. I felt that I was unworthy of Christ's grace, goodness, and love toward me. Yes, sometimes the Lord lets us even feel his peace amid trials. More often, we have to go through struggle, fear, and anxiety with his word. Every time he gives his words of promise, every time he is there with you, this is the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. This is the peace that the world does not know and doesn't want to know. This is not life free from trials, but his peace in the trials. Life not free from battles, but peace in the battles. This peace is Christ himself in his spirit-filled words." Unquote. The Prince of Peace did not come to a world that was at peace. In fact, King Herod's reaction to his birth was to order a massacre. And I suspect that Jesus will return to a world that is far from completely peaceful. His peace is for us who live amid storms. His peace is for us who worry. His peace is for us who are plagued by sin. His peace is for us who face pain and loss and death. 
Horatio Spafford, the author of our communion hymn for today, When Peace Like a River, also known as, is known as It Is Well With My Soul, was one such person. When he wrote that hymn, his life was anything but peaceful. In the mid-19th century, Spafford was a prosperous lawyer in Chicago, and then in 1871, he lost much of his fortune when the Great Chicago Fire destroyed most of the real estate he owned in the city. Two years later, he and his wife Anna planned a vacation in Europe with their four daughters. Anna and the girls went ahead, with Horatio planning to join them later. On November 22, 1873, while crossing the Atlantic to England, their ship was struck by another vessel, killing 226 people. Anna survived the tragedy. Upon arriving in Cardiff, Wales, she sent a telegram to her husband that read, Saved. Alone. It was in that time of heart-wrenching loss as his ship passed near where his daughters had died, that Spafford wrote his hymn. The peace of the Lord is peace that we receive amid the paying and chaos of our world. It's peace for an anxious and a hurting world. It's peace for us when obeying God means saying and doing things that are unpopular, defending the weak, for example, or taking a line from John the Baptist and suggesting that, when, that what sin requires is repentance, not excuses. It's peace for us when with trepidation we refuse to go along with a false lazy consensus at a board meeting or at a dinner table. When we insist on putting the best construction on the words of those whom the mob is out to ostracize, jeopardizing our reputation for the sake of another's. The peace of God is for us who live with turning down opportunities because they conflict with us being here on Sunday mornings. It's peace for the sleep-deprived mom staying up with a sick child, for the anxious father who worries about how to make the mortgage payment without becoming a workaholic. God's peace is for those who insist on saying yes to God's gifts of life and love even when they are painful, inconvenient, and expensive. God's peace is for us when we're unjustly treated as outcasts. The peace of God comes when we recall that we are not our own, but have been bought with a price, that our lives are not ours to do with as we wish, but that we belong to God and must obey Him rather than men. These examples are but a small sample of the anxiety, the conflict, and the pain that come with life in a fallen world, plus the additional cost of Christian discipleship. But God's peace is for each of us and for all of us. It's peace we have because God has not abandoned us to sin and death, but has instead come to us as one of us, in the person of Jesus Christ, 
to bear our sin and so deliver us from it and its consequences. Now, we don't receive peace by deliberately seeking out conflict, suffering, and unpopularity. But it is there when those things come to us as a result of our obedience to God. It's peace that comes with the knowledge that whatever happened, Christ has come and is coming back. And that in the meantime, we are in God's good and capable hands. So on this second Sunday of Advent, thanks be to God for his advent among us as Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. He is the peace for sinners in a fallen world.